Right. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Series 4 of the Voices from the Northeast Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, people. Morning, podcasters. You know, I was born in North Dean Colliery. I should have remembered that because my mother used to work for them. I'm champion League, absolutely fine. She went flying over me, Paul, into Bustelli. It is fantastic to be back with a, a fourth series of the podcast. I hope all of you had um, a lovely Christmas. I hope you got to spend it with the people you wanted to spend it with. And I hope you have welcomed in the new year, 2022, with plenty hope in your heart. We are going to do what anybody should be doing to celebrate the start of a new year in this first episode. We're going to pop down the club, the social club. Now, my reference for social clubs, um, it, it's fairly poor, to be honest. I, I went into a social club, I think I was just about to turn 18, um, or I had just turned 18. My granddad took me in to get me card to sign me up to his club. I can't even remember which club it was, because I never got back. Um, and my only other club experience was my 18th birthday party, which, if I remember rightly, we had upstairs in the Mortimer um, it was a cracking night. It was um, 60s and 70s themed outfits. Everybody dressed as, um, well, we had everything from Austin Powers to Charlie's Angels to, uh, where was I? I um, oh, Blues Brothers. Yes. So I went with my brother as the Blues Brothers. It was great fun. Um, so what I did was I, I've spoken to our regular voices. Uh, I've spoken to my mom and dad about their memories of the club. And I've spoke to Jacqueline, and Jacqueline has spoken and done a wonderful interview uh, with her daughter. So Adele has asked various questions of Jacqueline, and Jacqueline has shared some of her memories. Now, we started doing the show this way before um, before the Christmas break, where I'm asking them to interview each other. And then I'm just piecing it together for you. I'm literally just the compare of this program. And um, it works really well. I like it um, to record all these lovely stories of local history that, you know, we could lose if we don't record and share somewhere. It always feels really like you are listening in on somebody's conversation, you know, as if two people are talking and you're the third person sat at the table. So that's what I'm hoping to go for with, with this, and I think we'll do a lot more of that as we move forward. Right. I don't want to talk too much because I'm just the compare. I'm going to hand you over to my mum and dad. Let's all head down the social club. So, working men's clubs in Ashington. <laughs> well, there was in general, more working I guess. men's clubs than anything else, wasn't there in Ashington? How many did we have? It was supposed to be about nineteen. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. them all, I can't remember the exact somebody number. Somebody out there knows. <laughs> there were quite a few, I suppose. That's for sure. But anyway, we we both went to working men's clubs for various reasons. Um, they were cheap. They were. They were very. They were very cheap to that you could get decent drink there, decent a decent pint of beer. And everybody was there that you knew. You always knew people. Yeah, you know that's for sure. I mean, my earliest recollections going way back to the early mid sixties. My dad used to work um, in a 
typical miners' club, I suppose, or club. Um, it was the Linton and Woodhorn. It was very quite a small social club. And on a Saturday night, he used to help out there. And I, I don't know why I would have been, but I, I, maybe I'd been up the street with, up the street, meaning been shopping with my dad. And we would call on a Saturday after we'd done a bit of shopping into the Linton Woodhorn, probably to find out if he was needed that night, if there was a tone on upstairs and they needed help in the bar downstairs or whatever it was. A turn being... Um, a performer. A performer. Entertainment <laughs> that night. It wasn't every week there. But anyway, I would be... you would Girls, well, women weren't allowed in the bar. You had to go into the lounge, which was at the back of the Linton Motor. And I do remember going in and saying hello to everybody. And the first thing that hit is... And I'll never forget the smell, was the smell of the hops, stale beer and cigarettes, Woodbines and Embassy <laughs> and Regal or whatever it was, the smoke. Um, and being ushered into the bathroom and my dad would get us a pineapple juice and I would sit quite happily there whilst, and sometimes a packet of crisps um, whilst he sorted out with a club steward, I presume it would yeah, be, yeah, it would as be. to whether it was needed that night, whether it would be upstairs or down. So that's one of my earliest rep- memories of going into a club. So that would be, what, 10, 11? All the clubs had that unique smell, though, didn't they? You know, yeah, that, that, I suppose smell of, so. that smell of smoke and, and beer, you know. That that's right. Whereabouts. But yeah. especially early on in the evening, before you know, when the doors had just been opened or if they'd been yeah, shut for been you know, that smell. Well, this was, was morning, so it was after yeah, everybody had the been night the before. night before. Yeah. Um, it was a very unique type of place that sadly is a dying thing nowadays but will never ever be replaced yeah you know everybody who worked went there and I remember I used to do ballroom dancing then um and we used to on a Tuesday night my dad arranged the upstairs concert room which wasn't very big and it was a traditional workman's concert room and we used to have a um record player and Victor Sylvester LP. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and me, my partner that I used to dance with would practice for half an hour, supposedly. I can't see what we religiously did it. And my dad would bring more, two glasses of lemonade. Um, I'm sure he must have just been downstairs having a drink. And then after about three quarters of an hour, we'd come and see one, would go home. But that was a privilege that uh, we had a great time yeah, upstairs. Yeah. But like I say, I do remember. And it was a lot of the... This one didn't have a sprung floor. But in those days, the clubs, a lot of the clubs had sprung dance floors. Yeah. That were actually beautiful. The one at Pegswood did, I remember that. Yeah. Um, but they were all more or less the same pattern, wasn't it? Where it was... All the chairs, all like long, what do you call them, settees, you know what you know Long what I mean? settees along the back walls. Right, the way down Tables the and then the chairs that had their backs to the yeah. dance floor or the concert floor or whatever. That's right. And in the, either in the corner or at one end of the, the, the club would be the small stage, if they had a stage. And it was usually just a raised up platform, no more than a couple of feet high. Yeah. It wasn't always a proper stage. And quite stage. often they had a, um, the same sort of, Somebody played the drums, somebody played the keyboard, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. or a piano. I mean, there yeah. was always a piano in those days in yeah. clubs. And there Both, might have been somebody who played a guitar as well. You that's know. right. 
But I mean, downstairs in like the lounges and whatnot, there was often pianos yeah. in those days where anybody could get up and start and play on them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do remember. So that's sort of my earliest recollection of a very small club. It was one of the smaller ones. I think the very first club that I, uh, workman's club that I really went into was, uh, believe it or not, was the West End Club. Can you remember? Past the Felham Duna, West End of Ashton, of High Market. And um, again, it used to have the, the bar downstairs and then you had upstairs was a, like the concert room, you know? Is that where my uncle Sid and Auntie Betty? Yeah, it might have been, yeah, I think uh, it might have been, They were the yeah. stewardess yeah. at one but it, time. This, this was a party that somebody had organised up there for their 18th birthday uh, when I was at the grammar school. And I remember, um, I'd never really been one for the, to go out and have much of a drink, but a few, a few uh, of us went, well, exactly, strict, strict Methodist bringing, family. you know, upbringing, <laughs> whatever. But, but I went out and I remember um, we'd had a few, a, two or three pints and then somebody had actually had a perno and I had a taste of it and I thought, ooh, that's... That was a new... A perno and lemonade, as it yeah, was. Yeah, very thought, new. Oh, this is really nice. And before I knew it, I must have had about six or seven of those while I caused by the end of the night and we walked outside. Fresh I was air. absolutely, yeah, smashed. Yeah. And um, and I had to walk over two miles home and I'm thinking, how am I going to get home? But I, I managed, I managed anyway. I did get home. But at the time, I wasn't a member of a workman's club and I actually didn't get that. I, my first membership of a workman's club... Was remember your uncle John got his a membership card at the Comrades Club at Ashton because he was a member there. That's right, almost. And uh, after we kind of got together, he got us a membership card there, <laughs> and and occasionally would like pop in there for a pint and have it and say hello to him on a Saturday night before we went. Maybe he's went went to the the uh, Central Club very, or something like that. Very, that was a big club at Ashington, and it was um, very 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 well attended. People used to queue outside. Well, still the way, case. <laughs> well, well, I don't think so much now. Remember, the queue used to be way around the, the side of the it, it building is. and everything. And then um, it was very regimented. And God forbid you if you sat in the wrong place. Well, that, you know, if you were a newcomer you, and you sat there. Do you know what? I'd never ever really played like, bing, um, like bingo before. And I always remember one of the nights I went in there on a Saturday night. And I, <laughs> and I, and I went to the loo and the, and the bingo was on. I thought, time to go to the loo. Because I wasn't playing. And I went into the loo and they still had the speakers going in the loo with a bingo caller. And what was really amazing was those two blokes come in and had their bingo card <laughs> and their little dibbers. I, mean, I shouldn't say that when they come into the loo. Like, but yeah, they had their dibbers and they're still marking their bingo cards because the bingo was going on. I'm thinking, oh, God, that must no. have been what, about 1974 something? 74, 75. And I was well, like, oh my goodness me, surely not. But yes, they did. They yeah. Did. <laughs> I mean... I, I would say I did. I never went into a, a club, I'll be honest, apart from that once with my dad before it was open, until about 1972, I was 18. And uh, all the clubs had great discos. Everybody oh, yeah. went to. Yeah, did, right? The Northern became the place to go. The um, new Northern club, the wasn't new it? Northern. So it was like down on the estate. Uh -huh, on a new estate down in North Seaton. Um, Where it is now. It was spectacular. You went through double glass doors instead of a wooden door and they had a fish pond 
the deer on to the right, your hand, right side. hand side. Uh, it was all blue tiled. It was under the stairs. Open plan steps open, to go upstairs. Yeah, open plan plan steps to go upstairs. And this was the early seventies when platform shoes were all the fashion. <laughs> and I was going up these stairs one time, and my shoe came off and went straight through the gap. Straight into this fish pond. Oh, don't tell us you killed a goldfish. <laughs> oh, hey, they, uh, they were not happy, but somebody had to roll their trousers up. I can't remember who did it, but they rolled their trousers up and went in and got my shoes. It, was it not little Geordie that used to be on the door? Mm-hmm. You remember little Geordie? Oh, I can remember little Geordie. Really, really nice man. Great sense of humour. We used to have to try and get there early because they were so popular. It was literally Packed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, this wonderful new building, and the seats were in like um, semicircles going round on split level. Yeah, a really big stage with curtains and That's everything. Right. Yeah, um, it was wonderful. Monday nights and Thursday nights were big disco nights. For you remember, especially Thursday, and little Jody. Yeah, knew me and my friends. And um, he actually used to keep a seat. <laughs> I'm on about, you know. I mean, we didn't used to tut if somebody had a seat. That really didn't matter. Yeah. But he used to say, your seats are there, love, as I went in. Yeah. And it was second table in as he went through the door downstairs. Well, if you remember, when, when we'd, met, we'd met at work at the at Searle at the factory, but we used to meet each other on a Monday and a Thursday night. But I used to sign... And Karin on, yeah. on a Monday Didn't Thursday night. Didn't sign me, no, no. And it was your friend from and childhood. Me. I used to work with her, so I used to sign Anne in. Somebody else would sign um, you in, and then we just used to meet up inside, or I'd meet you to, to walk you home and whatever. That's right. You so, would go with your friends, and I would go with mine, and we'd just walk home at the end of the night. Yeah. But, so, I mean, the drinks were so cheap. Oh, they were. And we, I mean, oh, when I think back now, I could never drink it. It was vodka and lime, or gin and orange was what, me and my friends oh. used to. But there were also drinks like, um, oh, God, cider, cherry bean Inside, cider yeah. became popular in the 70s. Then there was something which was very specific to Ashington, which was a Charlton special. Yes. But, I mean, well, if you remember, I mean, I, yeah, my, the Northern Club was where I first asked you out for a... <laughs> <laughs> it you did. If you, very, very famous, and my kids have heard this before, but I, I've seen uh, Judith at work so many times, and I, my mate says to us, are you going to eventually ask her to dance? You know, when we've been there a few Mondays and Thursdays. And eventually I walked across and I said, do you fancy a dance? And she said, you had a pint in I had a pint in my hand. And, and your mum said, uh, yeah, Will. So I said, well, here, hold me pint while I nip the loo. And I kind of thought, well, if I come back and she's still there or my pint's dis- disappeared... Well, that'll tell us one thing or the other. Anyway, she's still there. Came back with me pint, but about half of it was drunk, mind you. <laughs> and I thought, well, fair enough. And so and the rest history. The rest history, anyway. But, but uh, it was a new place, the northern, um, and it used to have, uh, well, quite famous people it used to be on on Sunday nights and during the holidays. I mean, a lot of the comedians and stars of the sixties, seventies all made their name by working men's clubs around the country. You know, before there were big, big stars, but they were known on TV and things like that. We used to have a a turn on a Saturday night. And there used to be the bingo I once nearly got thrown out. Can you remember that time we went and... Went on a Sunday night. Uh, God, I had to be. Can you remember after we got married and we went one Sunday night on to the Northern Club and we went 
upstairs in, into the balcony, the concert room was sat in a seat fairly early on. Yeah. And you got a tap on the shoulder, wasn't it? And this woman says, you're in my seat. And the whole place was pretty empty, empty at that stage. Empty. What do you mean we're in your seat? Well, I sit there every Sunday night for the bingo. Well, I'm afraid we're sitting in... No, it's my seat, you know, we're almost like... A... She was so aggressive. She was. If she just said, you know, uh, <laughs> in a nicer voice, I probably would have just laughed and moved. But she was we so just, aggressive. We, I was just ready. Said, we just said, no, well, we're sitting I'm here. I'm not moving. You know? And I remember when I went to the bar after that, yes. the girl behind the bar who I knew, she, she turned around and she said, I could have told you we're going to get some trouble there. She does sit there every Sunday night. I it said, was a bit like church. <laughs> you know, everybody they had the regulars had their seats and more, but tidy if you sat in the wrong seat but also at christmas time if you remember all oh, all the working yes. men's clubs used to put great christmas parties on for, for the kids, kids for members and children. there was always lovely presents mm-hmm. for the kids every year and pretty much every workman's mm-hmm. club had their own christmas party um, indeed you know indeed. So, i mean i can remember so, going to them as a child and i certainly like my dad was a member of Pegswood yeah. at the big club and the little club. And uh, boys went we used to, to... take the boys to... Yeah, didn't we? he used to for, take like, his grandchildren to their Christmas yeah. party. So it was... I mean, some of the big working men's clubs, the ones um, in Cramlington near us, High Pit, would get the big stuff. Oh, they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you couldn't... Well... You had to be a member of that particular club to see some of these big stars. I'm, I'm sure people like Tom Jones and people like that all appeared at these places, didn't they? Oh, yeah, you yeah. You know, I mean, they, they were, were huge, huge. The top well, club at Bedlington. Well, a lot of the comedians as well, you know, they cut, they cut their teeth in that working men's clubs. And if they could make it at most working men's clubs, they were going to be all right when they come to get on the, yeah. on the biggest stage. A lot of them were quite <laughs> terrified of appearing in working Cause, men's club because, they, cause, you know, were known... If they didn't like them, you they were would paid tell off. Them. So that the it was a, a well known fact that at most workmen's clubs, if if the people who were like the the social committee didn't like the turn that was on the the performer that was on after the <laughs> first ten or so minutes, a member of the committee would like appear up on stage, tap on the shoulder, and basically you appeared off soon, off you go, you know. <laughs> Quite cruel, really, somebody in the middle of a song. I mean, we've heard some dreadful ones. We've heard some amazing ones, fantastic, over the years. Again, it's something that, sadly, younger people, and we were guilty of it because Saturday nights we started going to pubs rather than clubs. Um, because times just were changing, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, Yeah, you know, we didn't like sitting in particularly a lot of smoky... But there's still a place for oh, there is. workmen's clubs, if you like. And let's say the working people's social club, not just working men's clubs. Cause no, the, no, no, it's cause, you people know, it's, now. Yeah. It's for everybody, and, and that's been the case for a long, long time. But I, still, I think there's still a, a social place for them, you know what I mean, in, mm-hmm. in society. Uh, they cater for a number of needs in that respect, you know. That's right, so, that definitely. It was so. just happy, a lot of happy memories, and I think we were at the... The beginning of them waning, should I say? Yeah. When we were going in the seventies and whatnot, they were and just it, starting it, to. It, some of them were starting in the seventies and uh-huh. early eighties, starting to like. Uh, That's right. There were other people had cars who so could travel further and things like that, where yeah. before uh, they were always within yeah. walking distance. Walking distance. Where, uh, so I think. Serving a community. Yeah. yeah. 
definitely serve the community. But I guess I guess that's about it from what we can remember. Yeah, of women's yeah. Clubs. yeah. I'm sure you know a lot of older members, um, older than us, um, will have even have more memories. special memories. Yeah, yeah definitely. Anyway, okay. that's it from us. Take Bye care. now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you know, in in talking with everyone about the social clubs, I actually, it, it just makes you even more miss the community that once was, as it were. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are all sorts of things that allow people to feel a sense of community. Um and, you know, maybe some of those have been curtailed due to COVID and, and all that stuff. But there just seems to be something about a social club that in their heyday just seemed to have been such a great place to have gone to. I mean, vodka and lime, anyone? That sounds awful, though. I'm not going to lie. As lovely as a social club sounds, I don't think I could stomach a vodka and lime. <laughs> few things, though. Um, needing a man to sign you in? Oh, what a different world. <laughs> I mean, cheap drink, though, bonus. I didn't ask. Do you know what? I should have asked my mum and dad to clarify what a Charlton special was. Anybody listening know what a Charlton special was, drink-wise? If you know what a Charlton special was and you remember drinking them, please get in touch with the show. (laughs) I'd love to know. If you're hearing this through Facebook, please drop a comment and tell us uh, what a Charlton special was and whether you drank one. Do, Do you remember when the Northern Club opened? Uh, Northern Club um, opened because, you know, according to mum and dad, it was quite a posh affair, really, the Northern Club opening up. We used to live just around the corner from it. But my dad talks about how he chatted me mum up. It's a famous story in our family, um, you know, that um, the line had me pint while I got the loo resulted in, you know, all this history. <laughs> well, what can we really say about that? <laughs> Right, we're going to flip over to Jacqueline and Adele and hear their memories of the social club scene. Okay, enjoy. I was once told years ago that Ashington had the most social clubs in the northeast. Me and your dad and your aunties and uncles often sat and tried to remember all the names of them. I think the largest and the favourites were uh, the Comrades, the Northern, Ashington and Ellington, White House, Central, Mortimer, Linton and Woodhorn, Primeer. Oh, and I still even can't remember the name of them all. I think they're still there and some of them have changed the names, but it's funny how many people still remember them by the old names. You know, oh, oh, well, that's it. They yes. still call the pubs by their old names. Uh-huh, that they used to mm-hmm. years and years ago. The first time I ever went into a social club, I think I was 18, and in those days you had to get signed in, single girls, single women. I remember getting signed in at the yeah. central. Yeah. Yeah, the table at the front with the man or the woman, and you had to get signed yeah. in. Or if you knew somebody, they would sign you in. And then they were saying the next people behind you, the next six people. You just had to wait. I mean, I was lucky in one respect because it was about six of us girls went out together Mm -hmm. and two of them, the granddads and their uncle, sort of were doorman. So, I mean, we had no problems, but I I think that just depends what what club you go to. 
Um, but when you went into the clubs, there's hardly any seats because it got packed. I think that's why girls danced around the handbags on the dance floor because they couldn't get any seats and tables. And it was a devil trying to get a drink at the bar because there were so many men there. And girls sort of got pushed at the back. And you had to wait maybe for some kind gentleman to say, oh, just a minute, this lassie's in front of us. Go on, Henny, go on, get served. And I mean, there were some, some kind people who did that. I can remember the drinks that were had. Um, oh, a cherry bees. Oh, baby sham was a favourite. Vodka and lime, which mm. I couldn't drink now. Um, gin and orange, which I couldn't drink now. I'm trying to think. Oh, and Charlton specials were the end thing as well. Um, but they they cost quite a lot of money, so they were just very they were just very special. Which one was called knicker droppers? Cherry bean ciders, I think. Which I think I tried one once and never. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was horrible. So um, probably our equivalent to vodka and Red Bull. Uh, maybe yes. Blech. No, just just not my <laughs> not my cup of tea. But when you went to work a social club for a dance and maybe a couple of drinks with your friends, um, most of them had live bands on. So what happened was when the band started to play, got up and danced in front, like around your handbags, and then at the interval. They played um, modern records like um, from from the disco and mm-hmm. things like that, and everybody got up and danced mm-hmm. for about fifteen to twenty minutes. You sat back down, and then the live band mm-hmm. came on again. And then as the night wore on, about ten o'clock, the music got slower and slower, and the boys gathered around, and you could see them eyeing the girls up. Or walking round the dance floor, and you could see the girls nudging each other. Look at him! He's gonna, he's gonna come over. Don't look now! Don't look now! He's, he's coming <laughs> over! T-. And it was so funny. Um, but of course, with the cloakroom there, you went to hang your coats up in the cloakroom, got a little ticket, and then when it was time to go home, you handed your ticket in, and you got your coat back. Um, sometimes went to. Blythe and Bedlington, we didn't always go to Ashington. On a Monday, I think it was the marketplace at Bedlington. Wednesday, um, oh, sorry, Friday, it was Cope and Club. And Saturday, it was Duke of Wellington. Wow, you did And of course, there was no taxis. Mm-hmm. You just got on the bus. And if you sort of missed the last bus, um, well, that was it. I mean, you could get a taxi, but they were very few and very far between, and they were quite expensive. But you, you had to, you had to get buses wherever you wanted to go to. I remember Dad telling the story about him going to Whitley Bay. Oh yes, I can't remember the name of this. It was like a nightclub. Oh, the Sands. I think that's what they called it, the Sands. And your dad, some of his friends had gone there and had missed the last bus. So they decided to walk from Whitley Bay to Seton Boone, I think, or as far as Seton Boone, and it poured. So they decided they would just lie on a, a bush shelter and go to sleep. Um, but it, a, a police car pulled up and asked them, you know, 
what are you doing here? And oh, um, we've missed the last bus home, you know, and we just we decided to walk, but it started to rain. And he, but your dad said the policeman was very kind and, and took them home to Ashington. <laughs> so that was that was very good of him. I don't suppose many policemen would maybe want to do anything like that no, now. I don't suppose I remember going to social clubs in Stakeford, mm-hmm. a social club there, a couple of New Year's days, and I had went there with a couple of my friends, and we took your own food. Sandwiches? Yes, yes. Yeah, you had your own food and as you see, live bands and had the music on, but you all had like little pack lunches. Uh-huh. I mean, the only thing I didn't like about the social clubs and that was the smoke. Oh, yes, before the bandit. Yes, oh, I was going to say yeah. that. You might have seen like um, pictures yeah. of that, of, of, the, of the clubs from about the 60s and even the 70s. Mm-hmm. And the air was thick. With smoke and it was noisy. Yeah. Oh, very noisy. And they were all laid out the same way. Stage at one end, maybe the bar at the other end of the room, and just long lines of tables in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, of course, you know, you always still started off playing housey. <laughs> and and sometimes I can remember, <laughs> yes, I, I can remember going to some clubs that maybe we hadn't visited before and going into the lounge or somewhere to play housing and sitting on the, there's have a table and sitting on these chairs and we didn't realise that sort of regular goers like those chairs and table. And when they came in and the sort of sitting there, their faces were felt so guilty. And I mean, they found somewhere else to sit but you could see them nudging their friends as they came in and, and pointing over <laughs> to it. They, of course, when the house was on, you didn't talk because the, um, the committee, some of the committee members would come round. Shh, quiet again. Shh. Can't get up, mind. Well, how are you up? Um, so yeah, you had to be very careful not to talk too loud. <laughs> but I mean, some of the prize money. Um, was quite good. I think the Conrays was noted. You know, yes, I I think that got quite popular. And they had, Conrays had some good tunes, and so did the Northern. Not just clubs, but like comedians and things like that. Conrays always reminds me of Aunt Yolinda, um, where we used to take her. Oh, her and sometimes Uncle Gordon. Yes, uh me and Daddy used to drive up to the comrades Uh and uh, the queue used to be right around the block around the Lord Ashton Hospital sometimes. Milo, I can remember just again. When at New Year, Mm -hmm. people were standing at four o'clock in the afternoon (sighs) and the freezing cold and sometimes the snow to get in. Good grief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. Well, you could do that now. Well, that's it. I mean, I think really, sort of, when the mines closed, mm-hmm. um, that didn't help much, um, which which was very sad, because I think they were good to, to go out and you got to know people, and I think everybody, I think it depended on which pit you went to, mm-hmm. have their own special special clubs. Yeah, I must admit, I've had some good nights out at social clubs. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I think the nearly all closed round about the same time. About um, I mean, time wise, about half time. Last orders, yeah. please. And I think, 
you sort of could maybe stop till 11 and then that yeah. was it. Yeah. Yes. Oh. But, um, yes, yeah, some, some good fun, but definitely noisy and smoky. Um, don't so miss I, that. I, I, I don't miss that, no, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Yeah. But it's nice to look back and just think, you know, that's how people just went out. And, and entertain themselves. Then, of course, um, videos and that, and um, and drinking in the house became popular. Because, I mean, when we went out, there was no wine. We didn't buy any wine. I think the only place you could really buy wine is like the off-license. Well, we called it the beer shop, pop to the beer shop. Um, you got your wine there, but it was an early old just short that the ladies drank, oh, um, or a shandy, or oh, or a snowball. <laughs> they they were very popular, yes. Um, but but that was it, oh. yes. Um, happy days. Well, there were happy days in one respect. Yes, brings back a lot of happy memories, and I'm sure people who are listening have got their own memories, and maybe when they've got a spare. Half an hour, they might be able to write down all the names of the of the clubs oh, yes, from the top, do. right down to the very bottom. Best of luck to you. Yes, best of luck. <laughs> thank, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Isn't that great? All those memories are, you know, the social clubs. Honestly, I know they're still going in some shape or form, but. What a miss the absolute heyday of the social clubs is from from good fun bingo, um, you know, as long as you behaved yourself. And I love the idea from mum and dad's that you could still hear the bingo in the toilets because it was that important. <laughs> the uh, the committee members that you got to mind your P's and Q's around. Do you remember that? And I love the idea that Asherton, whether it really did or whether it was just something we were really proud of, but had more social clubs than any other place in the northeast. Good on you, Ashton. <laughs> a New Year's party, you know, timely or what? You know, we've um, we've celebrated New Year mostly, I think, um, in small groups this year, and maybe some people have been out. I don't know, but it feels like most of the world celebrated New Year the way we have done for the last two years now, having fairly quiet um, New Year celebrations. But it sounds like New Year down the club was quite a New Year. <laughs> Now, I was going to round the show off here because um, Neil and Elna tell me that they never went to a social club. Um, so I was quite stunned, really. Uh, maybe they're just teetotal and I've never realised it. Uh, but um, they have promised me they will be back next week. Uh, and um, to round off the show, I've actually got a little extra clip that my mum and dad sent me. They sent me through their first little interview and then uh, I got a text message later on saying, oh, actually, we forgot. So they've added a little bit extra. So we're going to play that now. Enjoy a little bit extra. Do you remember on a Saturday night when the fishman used to come into the clubs, the various clubs he used to oh, go from place yeah. to place? He had a great big basket, didn't he? And he, he had a little short white jacket on, didn't he? He did, and a you cap remember, And a cap, I, yeah. used to come in with his basket and he had uh, crab sticks, Packers of prawns. cockles, prawns, all that sort of stuff, yeah. 
None of them in a, with any no. uh, ice or anything like that. I don't know how old didn't get food poisoning. Uh, no, I, I only used them a few times, but yeah, I used to come round, didn't you, every Saturday night? I yeah. did, all the different, you used to go from club to club. Right. And, and do you then, remember league shows? I was just going to say, yeah, every club had them, they were fantastic prizes. Well, well didn't, it, didn't have old. the very first World League Championship at the Northern Social Club? It was. I'm sure it was, Davison, wasn't it? That, yeah, you know, from North Seaton. Yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. Anyway, I. Somebody Dave, one of the Davisons from North Seaton. Yeah, he won it, didn't he? But he won it two or three years in a row, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But that used to be at the Northern, and I'm sure that was the the very first time they ever held it. Yeah, I remember I'm sure that it was. all. I remember my mum um, getting my dad winning a lovely tea set and a standard lamp. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, prizes in those days were really, really <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah. You know, uh, they were always like either um, prizes that were f- physical, like chairs, settees, tellies, whatever, or vouchers for shops and stuff yeah. like that. So it was pretty much worthwhile if you are in. in and, and everybody think- who was part of the leak society at the club got something. So even if you're last. <laughs> Your dad didn't even have a garden, but... Um, a neighbour, and in those days, you called your mams, your parents, friends, aunties and uncles. That's right, aye. Even though they weren't related to you, it was polite. And I remember my uncle Joe had a garden, and uh, he used to give me dad's leeks, and there was one, yeah, and my dad got a better price than he did, <laughs> and he wasn't very happy. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, well. So that, yeah, I've forgotten well, about that. They yeah. were great. Yeah, they were. Absolutely. The whole community. And then what they used to do with the veg would be make, Broth. Make broth, that's right. And then the broth was on the, the on the Monday, well, the Sunday and the Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. So happy times. Yeah. Right. Wow, there's something we didn't touch on in the main part. Leak shows and other competitions. We, we've mentioned leak shows briefly in one of the previous episodes. I remember doing that, so... Maybe we need to do a full episode on the leak shows at the clubs. I definitely think there'd be some content there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of our first show of Series 4, the first show of 2022. I hope that's brought back some lovely memories for you. It's it's wonderful. I know I keep saying it, but it really is. It's wonderful recording these episodes. They're an important part of our history, our oral history of sharing stories of what made the Northeast the Northeast. So I hope it's put a smile on your face and I hope it's brought back some lovely memories for you. And I hope you'll join me next week for episode two. Haven't decided what we're talking about yet, but you can guarantee it'll be something you'll enjoy. Bye for now, everybody. Stay safe, stay well.